Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now is Esther Inman. And Esther, you are the founder and CEO of virtualassistantinternship.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. All right. Listen up, fellow business owners. Uh, If you are... So, Esther, uh, we have now, I think, brought on, I think, four people from your group. And they are... So listen, in the world of hiring VAs, um, you know, we know that there is a wide, uh, like, <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a pretty broad term, VA. So yep. if sometimes we say VA and people think, okay, well, that's like, you know, $6 an hour or less in, yeah. in the Philippines. Uh, however, um, I mean, I could just tell you as someone that, you know, I've been employing you know, teams of people for 20 plus years. And, um, you know, I find generally you kind of get what you pay for. And at some point, and well, I'm sure we're going to talk about this a lot, Esther, and I, and I really appreciate having you on to talk about this. Um, because I know what it's like, and I'm sure you do as well, when you bring someone on that maybe is not super qualified, maybe if you're an English, you know, predominantly an English company and they're, you know, English is kind of a second language for them and they are charging $6 an hour. It's, let me just say this, and then I'm going to turn the mic over to you. (laughs) I think it's absolutely unfair to expect them to do, you know, $15, $20 an hour work or have that expectation that that's what they should do. It, not to say that it can't happen sometimes, it's just mm-hmm. very rare. Uh, mm-hmm. And so when you want someone, and this is my experience with this, who, uh, you know, it, and you want them to represent your company well, they're going to be engaging and interfacing with customers. Um, you know, we just need to be realistic about who we're bringing in, who we're recruiting, what the job requirements are, and and quite frankly, what the budget is for that. And I could just tell you, again, Esther, we've gotten some amazing, amazing, amazing um, folks through your organization. Um, it's just a completely different experience than than working with, um, you know, someone that, that we acquired through Upwork for more like back-end kind of just like, um, you know, just, yes, exactly, exactly. A very, very different experience. So, Esther, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get on my soapbox so quickly into the conversation, but I thought I'd just kind of start the conversation there um, because I want to make sure that I get everyone's attention um, about this subject because here's the the consequence of this. And that is um, that if, if you keep hiring folks at that level, at that very, very, very junior level or that overseas level, you know, you end up having to do a lot of management and a lot of, um, you have to just continue to be very, very, very explicit over and over and over again. And just ask yourself, business owner to business owner, 
how much time do you really want to do that? Or are you ready to graduate to the next level where you've got amazing talent who you can teach them to do something once and then they can use their skills of creativity to expand upon that and make your life better? Okay, Esther, there is the world's greatest introduction about the value that you bring uh, to my fellow business owners. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much um, again for, for coming on. Um, would you mind by just starting and kind of giving a high-level overview? Uh, you solve big problems on both sides, right? So you're, you're actively helping VAs become right, uh, um, you know, ready uh, to be able to do great work. And then you also then work with employers and small business companies uh, and help them find and hire and retain great, great talent. Exactly. Right. So when I first started, I started as a virtual assistant when I started working online seven years ago, yeah. there was no training really out there. You know, the four hour work week was saying, just hire these people for $5 per hour and it's going to be mm -hmm. fine. And I found it wasn't fine because I was working with business owners and I saw them struggling with that. And at the same time, they're really struggling because of some of the things you just said. So I give them tasks before I go to bed and it's marketed to you as when you wake up, everything's done. And it's like you slept and got all this stuff done. But in reality, they didn't get a bunch of stuff done because they didn't know how to do it. They right. had questions for you. They needed help with something and you were asleep. So nothing was really happening. Things were taking way longer than it needed to. And then I also found that the language barrier was hard. Some You don't need English as the first language for all the tasks in your business, but for a lot of them, you do, um, depending on the business and where you're located in your audience and stuff. So I saw that problem. And then at the same time, I was completely booked out as a virtual assistant. I had no one to send all this extra work to. I had all these military spouses, mom, friends, people that couldn't work a traditional job, didn't really want to. And they're like, I would love to work from home for like 10 to 15 an hour doing blog writing, admin assistant, office type work. Please tell me what to do. But I had no training that I could send them to. It didn't exist at the time. So that's when I started mentoring women from base, um, from the military base that my, we were stationed at. I started just letting other mom friends know. I started a Facebook group helping them. And then when people would ask me for referrals, mm -hmm. I had all these people that were trained and ready to go that I could send them and refer them out for. And now that has grown into over 3,000 students now. And we have jobs coming in for the students every single day just from my network because the word's gotten out that my students are really, really well trained and work really, really well. So it kind of was this match made in heaven. <laughs> and since then, I've grown my own remote team. And so I've had that same, I've learned these lessons myself too. Mm. So, um, you know, let's talk about, if you wouldn't mind, um, and, and in numbers, I think this will be very enlightening for folks. Can you kind of go through the different pay rates and the ex is a, and, and we'll just talk business owner to business owner. Yeah. Like what would your expectation be um, based on, you know, we'll start talking about the, you know, really, really entry level overseas, not necessarily skilled in any particular area other than maybe, and it just kind of go up from there and kind of what you would, you personally as a business owner would expect at those different levels. So anything that's going to be repetitive and kind of menial, and you can record yourself doing it once and then send it to someone and they can like take it on and it's easy for them to pick up that stuff. If you would like, you could outsource to a company for like less than eight an hour usually, but honestly, like 
$8 per hour is minimum wage in a lot of America. <laughs> um, so for a little bit more money, you could actually help a local military spouse who can't work otherwise. You can help a mom. And so for a little bit more money, now you get someone who's a native English speaker and you have somebody who's on the same time zone as you and they can work at the same like hours and the same level as you. So that's the first thing to think about. I would say though, for my students and my students, I have, like I said, over 3000 students and they're from all around the world. So we have students from Indonesia, we have them from Malaysia where the daily living wage is $8 for the whole day of working. Mm -hmm. And even them, we've asked all of them, anywhere there in the world, South Africa, all over, their minimum is still 15 US dollars per hour because they've invested in so much money. They had to pay in American dollars to learn all these American skills. <laughs> and so they don't really want to take less than that. Sometimes you can find people for around 10 um, to 15 and when they're just getting started. But that's, again, that's going to be for kind of basic stuff. If you want somebody who has customer service experience, um, is going to be really like loving and caring to the people who are sending in questions or messages, then you're going to want to pay them at least 20. And then from there, I've seen some jobs come in and people are like, we want a Facebook ads person. Payment is 20 an hour. And I laugh. I'm like, good luck. Who, yeah. who spent all that money and time and work to learn Facebook ads and is going to only charge 20 an hour. That doesn't exist. if you're going to have that quality that you really, really want. So those are the things that you kind of have to think about And going up from there. When you start to get into anybody who's managing or project management or specialized skills, then it goes to the 40 to 15 hour, but it doesn't take them as long. So a lot of times, it evens out because do you want someone who had to figure out how to edit your video and it took them five hours at 10 an hour or the person who took them half an hour and they charge 50 an hour. So you have to start thinking about people's expertise and what they're charging and stuff like that too. Yeah. Um, Esther, as a uh, business owner and, and working with, um, first of all, uh, before I get into that, um, you know, thank you again. Uh, I know your husband served, your mill spouse and, you know, folks, you know, again, if, if you're not uh, empathic uh, to those who serve and their families, um, I mean, I'll just tell you that, you know, those who serve um, definitely make a sacrifice. Yeah, I was in the Navy for five years. I wasn't married at the time, but I know that the families make a tremendous sacrifice uh, as their loved ones uh, are are serving. So I just want to say, you know, I, I always, anytime I meet someone who's, you know, been deployed along with their service member, family member, thank just thank you so much um, for that. It was that. a really rough, long time. I had to, I lost my entire career. Luckily, yeah. I found virtual assisting and was able to transition into this, but it felt like everything was about him. Any, all the school that I went to, my education, nothing, none of it mattered. It was all about him, number one. And then number two, he got traumatic brain injury. He has long lasting mental health issues. Mm -hmm. And so that impacts your family long term after he's even out. So military life is hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is there, um, if someone's listening and they're like, okay, Esther, is there any way that I can specifically support or actively recruit? Like I want to hire a military spouse or, you know, someone that's available um, who's associated with our military in any way? Yeah. 
So there's a couple places that you can look for that and you can like post your job too. So if you go to virtualassistantinternship.com and click hire a VA, post your job in there for free. And you can do like a little asterisk that says, you know, we'd love to support our military community. So American military veterans and military spouses are, you know, get preference. Like that's awesome to do. You can also check out hiring our heroes. I think a lot of times they will post jobs oh, or yeah, they that's help right. you network and find you know, where the virtual, um, where the military spouses are. And there's Facebook groups that are literally dedicated to military spouses looking for work. <laughs> you mm-hmm. could go in there and post your job in there too. Yeah. When posting a job, can you maybe share any best practices that you'd recommend? I know I have a couple of ideas, but I'd, I'd love to hear from your perspective. Like how can you post a really great job that's going to help you connect with the perfect person um, and make sure that, you know, the expectations are are just really well communicated. Yeah. So what I always like to do is have people really outline everything that they don't want to be doing or that somebody else could be doing if this is your yeah. first hire and start to clump those into groups of content or um tasks, so to say. So if you find that, oh, here's a bunch of tasks that are related to social media, then those can kind of get chunked together. Oh, here's a bunch of tasks that are related to admin, answering emails, following up on things. Okay, so I'm going to chunk those together. And then you can kind of start to put all of that together into the job description, shorten it up. You know, we don't want a huge long task list in the job description, but you can start to put those things together. And I always like to say it's good to have, okay, this is the minimum required that I have to have in somebody. And then here's kind of like my wish list, like extra bonus things. And it would be great if you said that in the job posting and you differentiated and said, not necessarily, but would be great to have. And then listing some of the other more advanced things that maybe you'd be willing to train somebody on, or you can Mm -hmm. record yourself doing it and show them. Because I find that people, women, especially, we won't apply for jobs unless we meet every single thing that's listed. And so you, if you went too crazy, you went too ham on your job posting, you might not be able to get some responses. And so you really want to have, okay, here's what I really love. Um, and then here's some of the stuff that would be on my wish list. And then um, I also really recommend people ask for portfolio samples for anything that you're going to want them to do for you. So if it's editing a podcast, for example, they should have that experience and have a work sample they can show you. If it's writing blog posts, it shouldn't be a personal blog that they wrote. They should have an example of someone that they've written for. So you can see, ah, they took this person's voice and they made it sound like them. Cool. This could work for me. So ask for portfolio samples and ask for testimonials or references would be great to do. And you can do that in the initial application so they can send it all at once. So when you're looking through, you can really immediately, oh, they don't have samples. I can't even, I don't even want to bother with them, you know, or, oh, they have testimonials. People seem to really like this person. I'm going to definitely move ahead with them. And then the last thing I would say is, is trial tasks work great too. So if you're down to three that you really, really like, and you've interviewed them, do a paid trial, say flat rate, 40 bucks, please do, please write this blog post and create me three social media posts about this topic. Here's some research links. And the cool thing is, is we do this and we end up getting a bunch of blogs that we're able to use. (laughs) So we're like, cool, we got some stuff that we can now use and it's kind of in our stock of things we can use. So paid trial tasks are great because then you can really see how they really work and if they can get it to you in a timely manner, if they are able to follow instructions, if they included everything and have attention to detail. So those are kind of the phases of how I recommend people hire. 
Yeah. And your program, 90 Day VA, for those who are like, okay, I listen, this sounds great. Can you help me, Esther? Can uh, like, I, I would love to get a great VA job. I, I think especially right now, you know, where folks have so, so many people have made major shifts in what they're doing, or maybe they were going into an office and now they're working in an environment where they're like, like, I'm so done with this. Like, I want a little bit more flexibility or kind of, you know, you know, kind of forge my own trail. Um, what does your program look like? So I really focus my program on the top skills that people are being asked to do as virtual assistants. So blog writing is huge because it's the content monster. We're constantly creating content in our businesses. We have 50 million social media channels. We're supposed to also be creating videos and, we, and maybe we have a podcast too. We have all these things that we're always doing. So I teach content repurposing is kind of the soul of my program where let's say you could take this podcast recording, you can hand it to this person and they can turn it into the show notes. They can turn it into the blog post. They can turn it into social media posts. They can make little quote visuals for your Instagram. Mm -hmm. They can do it all. They know how to engage on behalf of you. Um, and then, or vice versa, we hand them a video. They can edit it for different platforms. They know how to get it up on YouTube. They can strip the audio and turn it into a podcast. They know how to do all of that. So that immediately is going to alleviate entrepreneurs' time. And it's a hot thing that people are always hiring for. And if not, if they don't want you to repurpose a bunch of stuff, then they will maybe want just the podcast piece or maybe just the video editing piece. So my program really teaches this top stuff that people are asking for. And we're always adding new things in there when we like reels just came out on Instagram. So I'm preparing a lesson on that of how virtual assistants could help entrepreneurs make reels um, and what they would do, how to use little simple editing tools and ideas for videos for their clients. So we're always adding stuff in there whenever we see that, Ooh, this is something that people are going to want to hire for. Right. We'll right. That in there too. And then, yes. um, yeah. And, and then we, and I would say from an employer standpoint, yeah. When they when someone has those skills, I mean, that, I mean, this just makes them more valuable. And it's amazing. You know, you can spend, you know, a few weeks kind of getting good at something. Mm -hmm. And now you're just worth a couple more dollars an hour because yeah. of that one thing that you really focused on and yeah. um, added to your resume. Yes. Um, and I think that we help them to develop a portfolio as well. So they actually have something to show for it because how many times have we bought a course and maybe we even did it, but it doesn't really say much. It's like another degree. Like, yeah, I have this. I just put it on the wall. So I wanted them to have something that they can show for it so that when they apply for a job to work for you on your podcast, they can say, here's the podcast I've edited. Here's the show notes I've done. Here's the thing that I've done before, even if it's for a sample person so that you can actually see what they've done. And I think even if you're wanting to go on this on your own, you don't want to join 90 Day VA, that's something that you need to think about is, okay, cool. You know how to write. What do you know how to write? What are you going to show somebody? You have to show them what you can do. The resume of copywriter is not enough in the online business world. Yeah. So your website, Esther, is virtualassistantinternship.com. Uh, again, to my fellow business owners, I can tell you, like, we've gotten some really great team members um, that have, Esther, have been through your program. Um, they're, they're pros. They, you know, they, they show up ready to go, um, quick learners. Um, and, you know, more than, I'd say what's, you know, there's like just a, um, I think we've been very fortunate that like they just, they're 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 ready to adapt the the mission right there there's there's something that i've noticed from from your folks that you must be teaching and i don't know if it's you know and i can just tell you from an employer standpoint when somebody has appreciation for what we do beyond mm -hmm. just okay here's you do this here's your transaction i give you money like mm -hmm. it's 
I've gotten a vibe from your folks like that they that they really appreciate the work that we get to do or the outcome that we get to produce. So it's very enjoyable for me mm-hmm. from an employer standpoint uh, to be able to have that relationship. And again, independent contractor technically, or if the IRS is listening, not employer, but yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah all of that. Da, da, da. So, um, so Esther, thank you so much for what you've done. Anything else that we missed? Um, the only other thing I would say is that really look for people. And I think the reason why my students stand out too, besides the skills, like what you were mentioning, and this is something that you want to look for if you're hiring somebody, or if it's just for yourself, if you're going to do this side hustle is that passion that you were talking about and the self-direction yes. and being a problem solver. That's yeah. what makes a great team member is the, like, Ooh, this person sent me a thing and I don't know where it is. I'm, let me, let me email them and ask them. No, you figure it out. You problem solve. Oh, you don't know how to do that thing. You know, to go on YouTube and how to figure out how to do it and how to do it for the business owner because you care about them so much and that they need to do what they need to do. And so those are like the soft skills that I think are so mm-hmm. important this world and that I love to teach my students and teach them through the program. I make them figure things out so that they can show, Oh, I know how to figure stuff out. And then they can do it for business owners too. So whether you need to take that in for yourself or with the team and how you hire, I think that's a really important point beyond just hiring somebody who knows how to edit a podcast. (laughs) Aster Inman, thank you so much for joining us again, virtual assistant internship.com. Great company. Congratulations. Thank you so much for your, for your mill spot experience and all of your sacrifices and coming around and creating something so wonderful that's led to some great introductions for us. So it's been an honor to have you on the show. Thank you for having me very much. Can't wait to connect with some of your listeners. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're gonna promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.